0: Hello, everyone. Hello to all of you stoners and potheads and weed freaks and whatever nickname you like to call yourself. Welcome to another episode of When I'm High. Uh, but, you know, as you probably know, if you've been listening to this podcast, this is not about when I'm high. Uh, this is about my my subjects. There, you, you heard her laughing. My new subject this week is Mindy. Mindy is um, the host of a podcast, which I am very involved with. Um, and I'm just going to let her go ahead and introduce herself and uh, say what she does.
1: Sure. I'm. Uh, hi, Spencer. I'm the co-host of the podcast Horse Talk Horror with uh, Sharon, my, my cohort, uh, who is also a cohort of Spencer's. And Spencer's our fearless producer on that show. Um, I'm also a, a medical marijuana user and a breast cancer survivor um, who, for whom the medical marijuana process was fairly integral. So, glad to be here to talk about it. I think that's what I have to say. I don't know. Is that good?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay, cool. Um, and, and I think that, you know, the... Y- y- I, just because I know this, I, I can say that your cannabis use actually starts before the medical side of things, um, yeah. which, um, you know what, let's just get right into that. Uh, go ahead and uh, tell me the first time you tried cannabis, if you remember. Oh, and actually, this is a question I, I think I want to start asking people is what, what nickname do you like to call it? Cannabis, pot, weed, what, what do you prefer?
1: Hmm. Well, a friend of mine who will remain unnamed We refer to it as Skittles, (laughs) Um, but that's just us. Um, Yeah, I don't really know that I had another nickname up until you mentioned that, so...
0: I'm sure one of them you end up using more than you realize. Uh, but, you, you know, it's just it's just unconscious at this point. Um, so we'll we'll probably use all the different words that come up. Cannabis weed pot. But anyway, yeah, the question yeah. was, um, can you tell me the first time you tried it? And then if you remember and then uh, if it wasn't the first time that it actually got you high, tell me about that time as well.
1: Yeah, the first time. All I remember is that it did not get me high. But uh, I'm pretty sure the time it did was when I was driving with some friends from high school. Um, we, were, we had recently graduated and we were driving in what now is a built up suburb, but at the time was like kind of like country area and uh, it was totally dark and it was really late at night and it was like the four of us in our friend's car and I started freaking out because I was like, we're trapped in a horror movie, you guys. <laughs> Like, we're we're the unsuspecting teens that have just smoked pot, and now we're totally going to get murdered at the gas station. Like, I was convinced. And then my friend was like, so I think you're high. (laughs) And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I am.
0: You said that you had just graduated high school?
1: Well, yeah, like, maybe the year before. So not, like, just, just, but, like, we were somewhat recently out, I think. I think? Maybe? I'm not really sure, actually. Senior year, Maybe.
0: Yeah, that's the perfect age for uh, uh, kids in horror movies smoking pot and having sex and, you know, that you're going to get murdered by the by the serial killer at that point. Oh,
1: totally. No, that's exactly what was going through my mind because we did have to stop at a gas station and it was out in the middle of nowhere and I was kind of freaking out. Um, and honestly, after that, I kind of noticed I had always had really weird medical issues, specifically... Um, For all you ladies out there, I had had really bad cramps and like really bad and kind of recognized early on that this was actually somewhat helpful in that regard, that pot was really helpful for like any sort of pain or discomfort or just like depression even. Um, And so kind of early on, I think I recognized like this would be really helpful for those things. And I actually used weed long before medical marijuana was a thing um, for that very purpose actually which kind of continued into adulthood and was in a way quite helpful as I got older Um, and then I finally got to a point where I didn't necessarily need it for cramps anymore but it became helpful for other things so that was kind of and like legally accepted as such which was really exciting but up until that point it hadn't really been at that level it was still looked at as you know totally illegal and it was like you know the gateway drug and all that crazy shit you would hear and I was just like well it makes my life easier and it makes this part of life that's normally unbearable much more easier to deal with so I'm fine with it I'm down.
0: Yeah, that's really cool that that you uh, from from not even hearing it about from anywhere that you just figure that out on your own. Was it that it would lessen the pain of the cramps?
1: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, obviously, you're in a bad mood and you're upset, hmm. so <laughs> anything to help with that is welcome. And I mean, that some days was huge having you know being able to like kind of get high and like feel happy about something when you were not feeling well. Um, So yeah, I was kind of both like the mood effects and the pain relief, which was really awesome.
0: And yeah, regarding the mood specifically, I was going to ask that um, obviously your mood is going to be heightened from it anyway, but it's also going to be heightened because you're feeling less pain. Right. Um, I guess was, were there any other effects that you noticed um, uh, from, from cannabis helping you in a, in a medical way?
1: I don't know back then that that was the case um a little some anxiety but i didn't like now it's hard to separate and to remember obviously like that long ago not that i'm ancient but like i've just had a lot happen since then Where I now think of it in terms of, well, it would depend on if I had a sativa or an indica, but like, (laughs) I didn't know that shit when I was like 19, like I didn't care, you know, so um, nobody really did. So now it's just a different animal, I think, and I think about it in a much different way. So I'm trying to remember what it was like back then, but for the most part, it did help with anxiety Um, or at least gave me something else to focus on or, you know, let another emotion sort of take precedent over whatever you were going through if you like weren't feeling good or you like there were many times where I would be feeling nauseous Mm. and that would help you know help me eat in general which I know is something that I encountered a lot later and more prevalent like when I was going through chemotherapy but like back in the day like there were times where you just would not feel good and you just did not want to eat anything but you really hadn't had anything to eat all day and you know yeah. Weed was really helpful in that regard. Granted, I kind of wanted like Taco Bell and chocolate <laughs> as opposed to like, you know, healthy foods. But hey, sometimes you got to take what you can get.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, when you think about just getting high in general, uh, is there a specific story from your past that sort of jumps out at you um, as being a funny or interesting story?
1: Well, yeah. I have one memory that is... Um, involves two friends of mine from high school that I'm still friends with today that um, we all, I think, sort of laugh at, but we were new at trying marijuana and we were maybe 19 years old and we were very, very high and came back to my parents' house and made popcorn in the microwave. Um, I was still living with my parents at the time. They were asleep. They had no idea any of this was happening. And we made microwave popcorn and then (laughs) Bef- <laughs> basically got it out of the microwave and into the bowl but that was about as far as we got because we all sort of just like hovered around the bowl standing in the kitchen in front of the microwave just like it's <laughs> like eating out of the bowl like right there it was kind of funny and to this day we still sort of joke about it between us because it was just really funny like we we never really made it to the living room to watch tv like we had planned we kind of just ate it all right there so
0: yeah there was this was not a civilized uh, eating of popcorn not on the really. couch <laughs> no right, not right.
1: at all not at all no
0: i love those stories that revolve around food which we will be talking more about in a bit <laughs> um so do you have a preferred method of intake uh, maybe that's changed over the years
1: i think it has i used to not be picky um Whereas now, well, I'm still kind of not picky. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, but I, I am a fan of edibles. Um, I have some, a dispensary near me now that makes the most amazing stuff that is utterly delicious. And I've gotten in trouble more than once because I've forgotten that they were edibles that were, you know, special edibles. Mm. And was like, this is delicious. And then was like, oh, oh boy. <laughs> it's okay. not just candy. I'm really glad I don't have anything to do today, so um, there's there's that, but I do, I use vaporizers more than I do, like, joints or, like, straight-up smoking, mm-hmm. um, which I, I never really thought much of, I think, when I was younger, um, but I use vape cartridges, and then I have a mini vaporizer as well that I charge up, and I can grind, if I have flour, I can grind it down and use it in a vaporizer, which I tend to like more than I do regular smoking, but... So that, I guess if I had to choose that would be preferred like edibles or vaporizing but yeah again it depends on the situation I'm not always picky so
0: Sure sure a, a method of intake is a method of intake I mean obviously smoking is is something that we're seeing a lot less these days because it is clearly not good for your lungs Right um but uh yeah and now you know these days there's a lot more other ways that you can get it into your system which is great So but but you do still smoke sometimes
1: I do sometimes. Yeah. 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 And I have a friend who found this method of getting like the the oil I guess you can buy at dispensaries and then he injects it into food or into other used cartridges or something. Mm. I don't know. Like I was just hearing about this a few days ago. So yeah, it's kind of interesting all the different ways that they have available now that you can you can ingest. I
0: guess. (laughs) It really is crazy. I mean, yeah, there's like balms and yeah, the oils and tinctures and and all that stuff. But Um, yeah,
1: those are my preferred, preferably.
0: Nice. Uh, Let's see. So how often would you say that you partake? And again, this is probably something that has changed over the years.
1: Yeah, but it depends on the day. I mean, it probably, I mean, gosh, at least a few times a week, I would say depending on the week if I'm having a rough week there Mm -hmm. are some times where if I have a few strains that I'll get that are good for stress relief and it's like after work instead of a glass of wine like I'll have that Mm -hmm. instead um so it kind of really depends on what's going on um but I I always have stuff on hand just because it's it's sort of like having Advil in the house for me like I kind of feel like I want to have that and I'll have a variety on hand like I'll have There's a strain that I love called White Harmony that I have a vape version of and a flower version of right now that I use sparingly because it's amazing for muscle pains and sore joints and stuff like that. And it's great for stress. But so I don't want to ever really like not have that in the house, Um, but it's not always available. So mm. I, I try to be sparing with it. But like there's some other stuff that's more sativa-esque that's more, you know, helps you be alert or creative or whatever. And and those I tend to be a little bit more sparing with depending just because, you know, it's not my special, special <sighs> Advil awesome keep on hand stuff. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I use, you I'll, like I'd say a few times a week for sure. Some people, like I said, some people drink wine after work or whatever. It depends on the day, but sometimes I'll be like, you know what? I need a little white harmony to take the edge off. So,
0: and specifically with the white harmony, you said that you have it in a vape and flower. Yeah. Do you notice any difference in the way that it affects you between those two?
1: I've been trying to pay attention, honestly, because this, I did it because of availability. Like they mm, had it okay. in cartridge and in flower form. And I was like, yes. <laughs> to both um, just because I was curious about that mm-hmm. I've not noticed a huge difference as of right now for some reason I feel like I want to lean towards flower just because that's what I know and that's the first I ever tried it where I had really I had a day where I just had like a series of really tense meetings and had like muscle spasms happening just from tension and I A friend of mine like ground up some of the white harmony And put it in his vaporizer And was like here try this And that was when I noticed Like it was like 30 minutes later Maybe not even And I was like oh my god Nothing hurts everything just relaxed (laughs) Like I almost started crying Um, And but that was flower So I think I tend to lean towards flower Just because in my mind I think psychologically I'm like oh it's not as tainted or whatever Which is stupid Mm -hmm. like it isn't necessarily true but um the cartridge i've noticed like for sleep and for stuff like that it works just as well from what i can tell okay i don't really have a preferred between the two but i guess if i had to pick i'd probably say flower but i think it's more psychological (laughs) than it is anything else
0: and uh you've already sort of touched on this a little bit but what is it that makes you decide to smoke or vapor? eat at a certain point. Um, You've you've mentioned already, um, you know, having like a stressful day. Are there other things that factor into that?
1: At this point, I think it's more about the symptoms and recognizing what I think I need because I do, I I work on computers all day. So I, you know, have neck and shoulder issues all the time with muscles. Um, And depending on what I have in the house in terms of strain, I... Feel like I'll kind of take that into account and be like, oh, well, this particular strain that I have right now, I know is just killer for muscle aches or whatever. Um, and I just, I, so there are days where I'll be like, I can't wait to sign off from work because I want to have some of this because I know that it will make me feel really awesome, like it did last night. And like I've been hurting all day and I really want that relief. So it kind of goes depending on what's happening in the day and like what symptom wise I'm having going on, if that right. makes sense.
0: Yeah. And, and you're in a unique position because you obviously have had, have had, and currently have this, the, the medical issue that this helps with. So, um, yeah. how, um, I guess, how did that help you? Um, I, I don't know how much detail you want to you go into. Um, but, but how did cannabis help you? Um, and, what were the symptoms that you were dealing with that it helped with? Oh, my that God. That was a terrible question. <laughs> <laughs> I avoided that stupid.
1: <laughs> I, I totally understand what you're saying, though. Um, I When I was diagnosed with breast cancer, one of the first things I said was, what is the hospital's stance on medical marijuana? Like, that was, like, one of my first questions right off the bat. Um, and luckily, my oncologist was down with it. And, oh, my God. I mean, the nausea was a big one. Um, there were days I literally wouldn't have eaten as a cancer patient had I not had medical marijuana. So that was huge. Um, but that
0: was because of the chemotherapy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and radiation, really. Mm. Um, but then I had a port installed. And plus, you know, that like the side that is affected by every by treatment, you tend to kind of favor that side of your body. So like muscle wise, I was just all out of whack Mm -hmm. um and i knew i did you know that i was given some anti-nausea medication but like some of the side effects of that weren't super great like some of the side effects were like constipation or headaches or where and i'm like well i don't really want any of that if the whole point is to like take this medicine to help me to eat normal and have my my system functioning normal plus I kind of there were so many unknowns happening already that I just wanted something that I knew would give me relief that I was at least expecting or at least symptoms that I was expecting, Mm -hmm. you know, but also ward off some of that other stuff. And I kind of already knew what weed would do. So I was really comfortable in that regard using that as my relief mechanism. And I was not aware that the medical stuff. Has come a long way from just, you know, your buddy who can get you something in high school. Yeah. So it, it's way better and it's way more specialized. And uh, it was a lifesaver at times because, you know, between anxiety and then not being able to eat just because you physically don't feel well, we'd kind of conquered both of those things for me. So that was really helpful. Um, I'm a huge proponent of that and have actually like told a few, I've, I've well, not so fortunately. I've had some friends who have, who have also been diagnosed with breast cancer since I was. And I've said to all of them, look into medical marijuana for sure. And did they? You know, I don't know. One of them did um, because she also had some other medical stuff happening along with her situation. Um, and found it helpful. Other friends that I was not aware sort of kind of came out of the woodwork and started talking about like, oh yeah, no, I love it. It's just that I never really, I haven't done this in years or I didn't know where I could go to like get reliable. How do you get reliable weed when you're like an adult in 2020? You know, (laughs) stuff like that. Like a friend of mine had to have back surgery and I had no idea that he not only would have been receptive, but was like, I actually could have used some help with Certain symptoms that I had, so I brought him some edibles because I was like, "Well, these have high CBD in them. Here you go. Like, have fun." Um, but yeah, I it, it it's crazy how once you start talking about it more and making it seem more normal, people kind of are like, "Oh yeah, no, I." They're more willing to talk about it and and it's talk about how it's helped them in the past. Um, and I think that that needs to come out a little bit more so people realize like, oh, it's not just this weird like gateway drug which sounds so stupid in 80s yeah that was like what they would say with like deer and stuff like that but it got kind of ingrained in our minds and um yeah so but i've had some friends definitely since i've talked about it more come forward and, and said oh yeah no i i find it really helpful and so and so let me try this or whatever and 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 there's a lot more people that that use out there i think than than folks realize so
0: yeah, the the stigma of it is definitely lessening day by day, which is really good to to see. I was watching some show um, I think it was that show I'm not okay with this on Netflix oh. and there's this high school student this guy who's just a big stoner and he he sells it and stuff and it, it's an interesting show because they sort of make it feel like it's from the 80s but I think it's current day and he's in the car with a girl and he lights up a joint and she goes oh you know that's a gateway drug and he's like oh yeah to what <laughs> and she's like oh well you know to like heroin and meth and cocaine and death and he's like all right <laughs> and he just keeps on like, smoking <laughs> his joint um but I wanted to ask specifically about the the medical uh medical strains in the CBD, you know, we're not going to go into the details because I I think enough people know or anybody who's listening to this probably knows the differences, but you, what's your specific experience um when you were going through that? Um what sort of strains did you get? Uh ver- THC versus CBD?
1: Um Mostly, well, it would depend. Uh, I would kind of rely on my dispensary to kind of give me their thoughts on different strains, depending on what I kind of needed. Um, But I've always had, because I also have played piano since I was younger. And I just for some reason, my mom and I both have these shoulders that like, we have one side that just like tenses up immediately as soon as we start doing any sort of movement type stuff where we're like playing the piano or if I'm playing guitar or ukulele, I just tend to tense up really bad on my neck. And so I've all ever since I discovered, oh, if you have higher CBD in the strain, it helps it tends to help with muscle pain and relaxation. I've just been kind of zero focused on those strains for that reason, because like I said, it's sort of that Advil effect of like, this is so awesome and useful that like I don't want to go without having this in the house. Um, but so those would always be like anything White Harmony esque is always I'm always on the hunt for, but um so which does have a high C B D count. Um, but I it kind of varies. I kinda rely on my dispensary for what they have gotten in and what they suggest and what they know about the different strains to kind of judge what I want to get depending on what I'm looking for. So it's kind of touch and go, but um, I don't know if this is like scientifically true or not, but I have a friend who says that he thinks that the higher CBD strains really work better having THC involved. Like if it's all CBD, that doesn't seem to help, he seems to Mm -hmm. think. Um, and which like white harmony is a good, like one-to-one where it's like half CBD, half THC. Um, and so I-, I tend to gravitate towards those strains a lot more just because of, I know overall that like I will always have use for those, it seems like, right. um, but yeah, it kind of just depends.
0: Did you ever get any strains that were exclusively CBD? Did you ever try them?
1: I have Well, I've had some where it's very low THC.
0: Okay. Did they seem to help?
1: I don't know. I don't know that they did as well with
0: pain. Hmm. It's it's so interesting because you it's it's so hard to I mean, I'm sure that they did, but when you're so used to having that psychoactive side as well, right. you know, how much of it is coming from that. You know, cuz right. cuz pain is so mental anyway. Right. It's interesting.
1: Yeah, I don't know. And I, I also, th- the theory that my friend also has is that it takes like a shitload of CBD to really, really help, mm-hmm. which is why the THC, he thinks, kind of cobalances that and sort of works a little better if you have both. So I, I, I don't know. I could have had that in my mind and just been biased, but I swear that like having the balance of the two seems to work best for me at yeah. least. Yeah.
0: I know that there's a lot of strains out there that are are one-to-one, even edibles, you know, it's a one-to-one. All right. Well, I'm sure that that sort of topic will come up again, but how do you think others would describe you when you're high? Has anybody actually just said that to you?
1: Um, Munchy Mindy (laughs) is the name that I got for a while, just because like long ago before like any major health stuff popped up, just because... It's a fact. <laughs> um, it's something that I've tried to become more aware of as I've gotten older, just because like I have to have that realization of just because you're high doesn't necessarily mean that you really want a giant pizza right now mm-hmm. because you might have just eaten before you smoked and you might just have the munchies. Um, whereas like that wasn't always the case, like no, how wise. Um, but I feel like my mom seems to always know when I'm high, even though she doesn't. Because she always says that my eyes look funny, but to be fair, like, usually by the time I'm talking to her, I'm kind of tired and trying to battle, like, the overtaking of of, of any sort of, like, exhaustion or, or, I guess I she probably won't hear this, but, like, trying to keep up with what she's
0: saying. Because <laughs> mm, it's probably later in the day, Yeah, sometimes anyway, you're tired or something.
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. But other than that, no, not really, I don't think. I think most people like kind of at least nickname wise, um I get even more giggly than I normally get. So yeah, I, and I lose I lose track of of trains of thought a lot more easily when I'm high, but I think everybody does. So those sure, are like sure. the main char- characteristics, I think.
0: Yeah. Um let's see. That question um I like to ask it because I'm I'm uh, it, it's kind of a weird question, but I guess I'm hoping someday that somebody will actually say, oh, yeah, somebody actually did tell me what I was like when I was high. And it was just so enlightening. But nobody's ever said that. Oh. So I'll, I'll just keep on asking the question. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. No
1: enlightening moments.
0: <laughs> no, no. Uh, let's see. So when you first, you know, um, take an edible or or vape a little bit, what are what are some of the first things that you start to feel either physically or mentally?
1: kind of that like creep of feeling happy or relaxed or better (laughs) for lack of a better Mm -hmm. phrase I guess or word um but I just start to notice that things if I had anxiety or any sort of depression or anything that was like at a level a certain level it's it's suddenly like come down a few levels and I that's like the first thing I notice which is always really nice because um usually I there, like, I remember specifically at an old job, I had an argument with a, a boss and a f- friend of mine that was also a co-worker was like, go home, smoke a little bit, like, calm down. And she suggested a particular show to put on, actually, too.
0: Mm, and I what remember
1: show? Eastbound and Down, okay. which I've now yeah. seen all of. I hadn't seen at all at the time. But uh, which that pilot, if you're high and you need to watch something and you have a sense of humor, that pilot, like I almost wet my pants within the first like five <laughs> minutes of that pilot, just sober, but like high, it was insane. But, um, but yeah, I just noticed that I started to kind of giggle about little things before I even put the TV show on
0: mm.
1: and was like, okay, I'm starting to feel better because I had been in this horrible mood and had this horrible fight with my boss and mm. whatever. And then was starting to finally like feel like oh I'm giggling at like normal stuff okay this is good so that's usually the first thing I notice
0: yeah I'm back to feeling normal now
1: yeah totally not angry at everybody
0: (laughs) (laughs) right right and we don't want to feel that way so in a very general sense because we're going to get into some details what does it feel like to be high
1: (laughs) I almost said I like to browse through catalogs of farming equipment um (laughs) God, I don't know how to describe how I feel when I'm high. Happy, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a perfectly fine answer, too.
1: Yeah. I'd say happy overall. That's that's when you know it, it, things are going right <laughs> and things are good. Um, yeah.
0: And I think that in and of itself, I mean, that one word answer is just, that's a perfect soundbite for for this 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 plant in general yeah Um, you know it's it it just makes people feel better you know it has the potential to make you feel worse for sure just like anything um but you know that's why this thing has stuck around that's why people use this every day for mental health or physical health or whatever it is it just makes people feel good and happy
1: right and it's also the, the idea that like I know sometimes it can make, if things go badly, you might think that you're dying, but you're not going (laughs) to die from an overdose of marijuana. No. Like, that's just not going to happen. So there's always that in the back of your mind, I feel like, that helps people kind of be like, okay, this is chill. This is nice.
0: Yeah, there's this chart that I've seen, you know, go around social media a little bit. And it's a list of things. And it's like, you know, guns have killed this kill, kill this many people per year. And heart disease kills this many people per year. And at the bottom of the list, there's like peanuts kill three people per year. Marijuana kills zero people per year. And then at the very bottom that the caption is something like marijuana is safer than peanuts. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. You know, which, which when you're looking at it from the, you know, the statistical standpoint, yeah, Yeah. it is. Yeah. Because nobody's ever died from it.
1: I just remember there was a Jim Brewer routine and I'm not like a huge Jim Brewer fan by any means, but he was on some comedy show and he was like, you just see people drunk and they're like, whatever, I'm going to kick your ass, buddy. And then you see somebody high and they're like, you're lucky I'm sitting down, man. (laughs) And it's kind of true. Like, that's the other thing is you don't really hear about people going on like marijuana fueled binges and like beating up a bunch of people or looting or doing violent shit yeah Be like it's kind of chill and peaceful and and that's really really nice and what I like about it as well I like to just put on like some show or a movie or something that's really thought from thought provoking I can't talk and uh kind of sit back and just let my brain go nuts
0: Yeah. uh, That reminded me of a, um, there's that classic scene from that old, old movie Reefer Madness where (laughs) they get somebody high, you know, they're doing the experiments or something and he just gets all crazy. Actually, I wonder if this was, maybe I'm thinking of the scene from um, Pineapple Express where they sort of, you know, it's a throwback to that stuff. But I feel like they even had it in Reefer Madness as well. But the, the whole point is that this guy gets super violent and crazy when he's high. And it's like, that's just not, it's just so false.
1: Yeah. I'm sure there might be like one guy somewhere where that's the reaction he has, but it's one yeah, guy maybe. probably.
0: Right. But he didn't die. Right. Um. So how does your level of focus change when you get high?
1: Well, as a rule, I don't really do a whole lot of stuff that requires focus when I get high <laughs> just because like I wouldn't trust myself to work or anything like right. that like you know do my day job but it it really again kind of depends I've noticed that like I've gone I've gotten high and gone to play my piano and then spent 20 minutes looking through sheet music and then been like unaware of it completely and then come to and been like oh my god I turned my piano because I have an electric keyboard right now so I'd be I'd be like oh I turned it on and didn't do anything for like 20 minutes because I was looking through all of this music. So I was just like really interested in all everything I was finding in my, you know, music collection of, of sheet music or, or like my bookmarks that I have saved for different spots online. And so I, I think it makes me somewhat easily distracted in a way, but in a focused sense, if that makes sure. any sense at all, like I'll be on a mission, you know, to find a piece to practice or a movie to watch or something like that but then get caught up in like all of the collections that I have and thinking about like what do these movies say about film or like you know like random stuff like that that I'm like okay this was not my goal to begin with but this is what it's become so there we are.
0: Th- that i feel like has come up a few times before and it's kind of like oh, really? see if i can uh, i'm going to see if i can phrase it the way that i just had it in my head it's like doing something very focused but in a very unfocused way yeah like yeah. like you said you're you're looking for the 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 piano music you're doing that one thing that's very focused you're not getting distracted by other things but you're going about it very unfocusedly and maybe not maybe you're actually doing it very focused but you're you're almost doing it too focused right where you're looking at all the different things all the different pieces that you could be playing instead of just choosing one
1: yep absolutely oh there's my little mermaid book from when I was like in fifth grade and it had oh it looks I could still play a beautiful world maybe I should play that one And then it's just like a big steamroll as you go through everything. Right, (laughs) right. Not that I've had that conversation with myself. I've totally had that conversation (laughs) with myself.
0: (laughs) Well, so that one sort of ties into the next question, which is what's your sense of time like?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, skewed, I think is a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, cause sometimes I'll be like, oh, I've been doing this for like an hour and it's been 15 minutes or I'll be like the exact opposite, you know, oh, it's been just a f- like 20 minutes since I've been playing this game and it's been two hours. So yeah. it, it really depends.
0: Can you pinpoint what, what things will, uh, m- skew it one direction or the other, or mm. does it feel sort of random?
1: It kind of feels random, at least to me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, And
0: it's also probably something that you haven't thought of until I asked you the question.
1: Not at all. No. (laughs) But now I will, for sure.
0: So you you feel both ways. You'll you'll feel sometimes time speeds up, but sometimes time slows down depending on what's happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: Because some people are one or the other, but every once in a while, you know, I'll I'll talk to somebody who's both, which I think is interesting. You know, it's so interesting how people are different that way.
1: And I think it has to do a lot with what I, what the activity is too, right? But yeah, I've definitely gone in both directions for
0: sure. Well, your homework then is to do different <laughs> activities and then get write down. Okay, time felt slower when I did this thing, but time went faster when I did this other thing. And you can uh, give me your results.
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: Great. <laughs> um, so, what about creativity? Do you think do you feel more creative? Um, do you do creative things? when high?
1: Again, it kind of depends on what it is. Um, I always have my ukulele around because I like to just kind of strum on it absentmindedly even if I have to, like sober or high. Um, And I feel like I always sort of grab for that when I'm high regardless. But sometimes I... It it kind of just depends on the mood I'm in, because sometimes I'm really more in the mood to be entertained, in which case I feel like maybe, you know, being high helps me notice a few things about what it is that I'm viewing or watching or experiencing that I wouldn't otherwise notice. But also it could mean that I'm doing something that's creative. Mm-hmm. Um, although, like I said, like in recent years, I've I've tried not to really be high when Having to do something where I have to interact with other people, um, especially when it's somewhat work related or related in a way that will, you know, be that will affect others in a much bigger sense. Um, So I don't know that I have as much experience being high and producing anything creative that's not like for myself only. Mm hmm. But I'm sure that, that will, I will add that to my list for homework. <laughs> okay, Because good. I'm sure that I've done stuff like that and just not really thought about it before. Yeah, yeah. And
0: and when you do just pick up the ukulele to just strum, uh, do you feel like you're you're doing different things when you're high opposed to when you're sober with that, or playing the piano, for instance?
1: No. I think that maybe might speak more to my inability to not be able to sit still. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But uh, no, it's more, it's, it's always sort of, music has always been sort of more for me anyway, the way I tend to play. And so it's more of like a soothing thing or like I was working on this particular chord progression or I'm in a mode right now where I'm teaching myself something and I want to keep practicing it and it's sort of a secondhand response if that makes Mm -hmm. sense Um, yeah yeah I don't know
0: (laughs) well let's talk a little bit more about music um, because uh, assuming that you like to listen to music as well in addition to play it how does your experience of listening to music change when you get high
1: I definitely get more excited and more enthusiastic I think when I'm high probably to the annoyance of other people around me sometimes but uh I do just like the moments in, in certain songs say that really excite me when I'm sober when I'm high kind of get heightened and I just sometimes like nerd out out over certain sections or certain pieces or whatever um so I guess my my again like my level of joy overall that I Get like the amount of joy that I get from what I'm listening to gets heightened mm-hmm. when I'm high. I notice,
0: and then on like a like a mental sense, do you, are you listening to the music in a different way? Do you listen to the lyrics in a different way, or have you noticed?
1: I've not noticed honestly. Like specifically, I think it's just one big package. Right. Um, for me, I, I'll notice like musically stuff, but then lyrically as well. So it kind of goes both ways.
0: Mm-hmm. In general, it sounds like you you just you're just happier about the music that you're listening. Yeah,
1: to. yeah. In general, yeah.
0: And that is not a bad thing.
1: No, I, I agree. I, I I enjoy it. I don't
0: know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think you sort of touched on this before, but what about your memory when you get high?
1: Um. Well, I do have short term memory losses. Well, it's hard because I have chemo brain issues and like you know your your short-term memory pot issues but um other people would probably say otherwise but I know that like I my memory in general kind of is what it is and I I don't really notice when I'm in the moment and I'm high in the moment I don't notice much of a difference from when I'm sober if it's something that I'm kind of iffy on memory wise anyway Mm-hmm. Um, I might obviously have short term memory issues like while I'm high a little bit more so than when I'm sober, but I, I am thinking of trying to, I, cause I, you're right. I never pay attention to this stuff when I'm <laughs> high necessarily. So now I'm trying to think about it and I'm like, huh, I don't know actually, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, it, I'm able to lose track a lot easier of a train of thought when I'm high, obviously, but okay. um, than when sober yeah yeah
0: yeah i i think that's pretty standard so basically the you've got some memory issues anyway but they might be a little bit heightened when you get high yeah yeah so we are going to end part one of mindy's interview there thank you for listening thank you to mindy uh make sure to check out next week's episode which will be part two of her interview uh please rate and review subscribe share feel free to contact me feel free to join the patreon to help me pay for hosting services and whatever you can get our episodes early uh, there might be some exclusives coming uh, and again thank you very much um, and uh again still no sign off officially if you have a suggestion for a good tag uh to put at the end of the episodes i'm not so clever i'd love to hear what you think thanks